Welcome to this week's At The Root with Greg Kuyper. Greg is a psychotherapist and holistic life coach behind Kuyper Counseling. Through his professional practice and personal experiences, Greg knows that without connection to ourselves, connection with others is near impossible because emotional connection is at the root of healthy living. If you have a question or a comment, feel free to call in at 425-373-5527, or you can go to KuiperCounseling.com. And as a reminder, if you miss this week's show or the weekly show, you can go to KuiperCounseling.com and you can find the podcast. You can also find it on your preferred platform. You can even go to Alternative Talk 1150 AM KKNW's website and you can find it there. Anyway, hello, all, Greg. All kinds of places to find. All kinds of places. So you right. can connect. Connect. Exactly. So. What a segue. What a segue. <laughs> That's why I get paid the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so um, as per usual, we always kind of catch people up on what we talked about the week before. Sure. And last week we were talking about our true selves versus... Um, where is sort of the the house of the important stuff, that technical name that you gave it, right? You talked about the important stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, right. And, you know, um, so the true selves and the sometimes disconnection between our personality and our true self. So it's kind of like our true self versus our false self. Mm-hmm. Um, and how basically we need to connect with our true self in order to really connect with other people. And you talked about how if we do that, not only will we uh, be able to attune with others, it's also where we get our happiness. It's where we fill up our bucket. That's right. So, um, you know, and that whole idea of learning how to connect with that um, versus constantly just being on autopilot. Autopilot. That wonderful program we exist with every day. Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of the catch-up. Yeah, it was a good one. Thanks. You know, we've 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 taken a pause in our work in relationships lately. With you know, uh, in order to highlight a, this critical observation we made that you know, and it's been there from the start. But you know, the observation that we will experience struggle and difficulty in connecting emotionally with others if we are not or if we are unable or not willing to find that emotional attunement with ourselves. And, you know, we found that we've been on this autopilot for a long time, reacting from our unconscious mind. And enmeshed in this autopilot functioning are the wounds we have experienced and the bandages we have applied in an attempt to stop the suffering. Oh, you know, these wounds and bandages are the crucible with which we move through our daily existence. We all have a crucible. And they don't interact and blend well with others' crucibles. In fact, they do quite the opposite, driving us apart much of the time, especially with people we really want to have a deeper connection with. It becomes more and more apparent that we must deal with our crucible, which will give us the freedom and ability to emotionally connect and attune with others. So looking at our crucible means learning to emotionally connect 
with ourselves. Here we are, back to that. Last time we looked at what is this self we're trying to connect with? Where is it? And, and when I find it, how do I connect with it? We determined that it's not the self we have constructed over time, which is our personality. We're already intimately connected with our personality, and you know that connection is giving us a little trouble. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> or a lot of trouble. <laughs> Troubles all the time. What we're searching for to connect with is our true self and, and, you know, that innate part of us that's always been there. This positive vibration of energy that is unconditional love, kindness, compassion, objective consciousness, value, virtue, gratitude. How about forgiveness, right? And strength of will. We've unintentionally buried this part of us. Many of us have. And the development of our personality has kind of taken the front row seat. And it's still there. We want to let our true selves govern and take over. And in the process, the unique and helpful parts of our personality will hang around. And the rest will get pruned away. Right? I mean, I'm not saying our personality is all bad. Right. At all. This feels like the nurture-nature debate. Kind of. Right? Like that, in a way, if you take it from a purist standpoint, then by nature, Mm -hmm. that's your true self. And then what you have nurtured over time as a result of experiences and influences, et cetera, is what you have nurtured there by your personality. Yeah. And that just segues right into we want to nurture Our true self. Look at that. (laughs) That was right where I was headed here. I I don't know how you did that. (laughs) I know, because like... It's just obvious, I guess. I I mean, I'm I'm a very good student. There you go. So go on. (laughs) Well, this true self is our spirit, right? Spirit. Our deep sense of values and virtue, principles, caring. So... Does that mean the search for our true self is a spiritual journey? So I think so. Right? Mm-hmm. Living and breathing those innate qualities in our search for meaning and purpose. I mean, that's mm-hmm. spiritual journey, right? Why am I here? Mm-hmm. What is going on? What is my purpose? So I'm not, and I'm not talking about religious beliefs here, right? Although they can be part of our spirituality. Those beliefs can help many of us decipher and understand our search for meaning and purpose. Mm -hmm. So, you know, however we go on the journey to experience those innate qualities of our true self is individual to each of us. Sure. Yeah. So what is it like to experience our true self? We've all done it at one time or another, right? Those Beautiful moments in nature when you feel so spiritually connected. Watching the sunset. Waves crashing on the beach as the sun goes down. High in the mountains, watching an eagle fly over. All of those moments in nature. Holding an infant that you were part of creating. Wow. We all remember that. 
Those moments when you feel compassion for an animal or another person, right? Those are moments of true connection with ourselves. When you find yourself in the midst of a creative experience and you are overcome by that sense of peace and bliss, those are all moments of connection with our true self. Those feelings are really the very definition of bliss. So, knowing that, why in the world wouldn't we want that bliss to be more a part of our day-to-day lives? No, I'll take that back. Why won't we allow that bliss to be more a part of our day-to-day lives? What's going on? It can only be because our awareness is centered around our personality and we've lost touch with our true self. So we just programmed ourselves and the autopilot rolls along without the awareness we need every day. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Like I think about those fleeting moments. I, I remember a distinct one uh, this past summer driving home from the lake house. I didn't have thoughts coming into my head about work or worry about mm-hmm. where the kids were. It was a beautiful day. I It was like that feeling of like when you take your hand and you windsurf yeah. with your hand out the window yeah. and you're just kind of letting That's your it. hand do this thing. And I just remember being like this. And so now when I'm trying to get to that place, I think of that moment and the my hand surfing in the wind. <laughs> right. You know, one that always is super great for me is skiing down a mountainside, just free and open and the fresh air and the briskness. And it, it's very special for me. That's that connection for me. Mm-hmm. But we've all got our moments when mm-hmm. we do that, right? And so why in the world would we not want our true self to be in control, take over? Doesn't feel like my life is going great on the current autopilot here, right? So, right. please take over. I'm done with this, right? Right. So why, why, why don't we do that more? Well, you know, I think that's the first step: admitting to yourself there is a way of living that is much better. What if everyone took off on this journey? Wow. Anybody else get goosebumps on that one? Oh, I can't even. Like, yeah. What? Holy cow. <laughs> right. I mean, doing the thing that makes your tail wag, that... And everybody doing it? Right. Everywhere? Holy cow. This is a journey, right? It's a lifelong journey. There's no end. And that's really the beauty of it, right? Constant growth and understanding of our spiritual values. So we don't have to worry ourselves about getting there. When are we going to get there? Whatever. It's just... We just enjoy the trip, enjoy the journey, in the moment, every day. I'm terrible at that. Well, most of us are. I mean, we all work on it. I work on it every day, right? I mean, that's the journey. Right. We just are on this journey to experience that more and more as we can and reach whatever you want to call it, enlightenment or whatever. But we're trying to just connect. 
I think back to last time or the time before you talked about the efficiency of autopilot. Mm. And it makes me think I've been traveling recently and, you know, the whole like, okay, we're going to pack everything up and we're going to be ready to go because we've got an early (laughs) flight and like, let's not really unpack and, and whatever. And, um, you know, my Pete was having to do some work and I took my phone and the key and I wandered around where I was and I just took pictures and just thought I'm going to be present and enjoy the journey Mm -hmm. for a change and not have it be a trip. It's like there's a difference. Right. Right. It reminds me, you know, the other day I was working with somebody and, and he was talking about how he doesn't like going anywhere anymore. And, of course, this is not good for the relationship with his wife, right? right, right. But he doesn't like going anywhere anymore because he doesn't like all the stuff in the way to get there. The right? Well, he doesn't want to find the parking place. He doesn't want to look for his car keys. I mean, this has really kind of become a big deal to him. And so all this stuff that's in the way is eliminating the journey for him mm-hmm. and eliminating the end for him. And it's really an anxiety piece for him. So oh, yeah. yeah. You should get a car service. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Call an Uber, <laughs> right. whatever. Right? Well, I'm just saying. But then I, we'd worry about the Uber getting there. Well, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. Right, that's true. So clearly this is why you're the professional. <laughs> However, I do have a car service if he needs one. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know, last time we were talking about in order to, to get to our true self, we need to discover that these bandages that we've been putting on aren't really helping anymore. And, and these wounds happened a while back. And we keep getting triggered to the emotional trauma that is bandaged. And because of the bandage, we don't feel the trauma. I mean, we, we're not feeling anymore. We did that intentionally because we didn't want to feel it the first time. Mm-hmm. We've realized that the bandages got to go. Got to go. Whatever it takes. And this is probably going to be difficult in many instances. But it can be easier with the awareness that the wound happened in the past, as did the pain that came with it. The wounds happen to our true selves. And without the bandages, we can heal the wounds with the very values that is our true selves, are our true selves. Think about it. Compassion, love, kindness, forgiveness, gratitude. That is our true self. If we apply that to the wounds, there's the healing right there. Granting that grace to ourselves. So our true self is the bigger person. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. just I'm like, I'm thinking about that whole, you know, normally we don't allow ourselves that grace and we right. are like petty and we focus on like the tit for tat or, yep. you know, whatever it is, or we're judgmental. Yep. And, you know, and I'm thinking of all these things in relationship to ourselves. We're keeping score. We're not this or we're not that. And, but the true self is like, all that's water under the bridge. Yeah. Okay. We want to grant that grace to ourselves. My friend Alan Cohen, love that guy, says, The hand of grace holds us all. 
in spite of our blatant human frailty. The universe just keeps loving, healing, and supporting us. Yeah. Wow. And you are worthy of it. And you have a right to it. It's there. All you have to do is take it. And that starts with you giving it to yourself. So I'd like for you to pause for a moment. Take a big, deep breath and just center yourself. Close your eyes if you can. Just take a few deep breaths. I want you to go way, way back to that little boy or girl you were. And I want you to look at that child. See and feel the joy and love of that kid you have. Hear the laughter. Sense the very pureness. Hug that child right now. Feel the warmth of the body. Breathe in the smell of the child. It's right there. This is you. You are hugging you. You are hugging your inner child, your true self. So just let it be for a bit. Feel it. Hang on. You can open your eyes now. (laughs) Anybody else a little teary? I am. Oh, yeah. I hope you went there. Because if you did, you just connected with your true self, what we're talking about. And if you didn't, keep on trying. You will. Go back there and hug that kid with all your might. The journey wasn't easy. No. Going back to that kid and trying to, it, I felt like I was in a Rolodex, like, nope. Like that didn't that one didn't end well. <laughs> nope. <laughs> a you Rolodex. Know. Okay. Yeah, of like All memories. Right. Trying to get oh, back okay. to oh, like oh, the oh, laughing oh. version of myself. Oh yeah. That you know, like because in in the beginning, like all of the stories are you know you're the center of the universe, right? Right. Um, however, it feels like a lot of my memories, anyway, are in relation to other people and those interactions. Right. And so trying to go through a quick, I got like you. Rolodex. Uh, like, nope, nope, that's the one where, you know, I did this. <laughs> so, or so what are, what are, Where do we want to go with that is beyond all the memories. Well. Back to the, when they're. Just the feeling of the kid. Yeah. Just that infant, if you will. And the pureness of that. And just going back there and hugging. Yeah. That's so, why I brought it up. I wanted people to know, like. Yeah. You kind of have to move past that stuff. You do. You got to go way back. So what keeps us from hugging ourselves today? Now, come on, everybody. Every day. Nothing except the lack of awareness to do it. And, of course, the willingness to allow it, you know, to be a priority. It's got to be there. We are learning to connect with our true selves, our inner child, 
We know it's important for our emotional growth. Damn, it feels good. Golly. So we want to find the awareness so we can do this. So there's some things you can do to help with this awareness. See if you can find a time or several times each day to just sit quietly for a few minutes. Don't tell me you can't find a few minutes for something this important. I won't, I won't stand for it. Sorry. Set a reminder and alarm if you need to. First thing in the morning is a great time. Lunchtime, before bed, anytime you're feeling stressed. Just a few minutes. I'm just talking a few minutes. Find a quiet place where you can close your eyes. Be comfortable. And then just take four long, slow breaths. Hold it at the top and the bottom for a few seconds. Just breathe. As you're breathing, turn your attention, your focus, your notice the breathing. For a few minutes here, the idea, there's nothing difficult here. The idea is just to be blank upstairs. Clear the mind. So here come the thoughts. Clear the mind again. Here come the thoughts again. Clear the mind again. (laughs) They aren't going to leave you alone. It's like a whiteboard. Just keep erasing it. Keep erasing it. That's good. I like that. Notice something and hold your attention on it for as long as you can, right? Your breath, a sound, the taste in your mouth even, whatever. Just put your attention there. And when the thoughts come in, eh, they go away, back to the, the smell or the sound. Whatever allows you to not have thoughts for as long as you can, okay? That's the idea. We're just trying to not have thoughts for however long you can. Might just be a few seconds, especially at the beginning, And keep breathing as you're doing this. There's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. There's no, I can't do this. Yes, you can. You're just trying to clear your mind for as long as you can. And breathe. We just want to have a blank mind for a few moments. So when we're in that blank spot, blank mind, we're connecting with our true self. That's it right there. Your true self doesn't say anything. It just is. It's quiet, it's silent, and we're connecting with that silence. So the more you practice this, the easier it gets. And you'll notice a calm that you will carry with you afterwards. So this this breathing exercise is great for worry and stress and anxiety during the day, right? When you notice it, when you become aware of it, see if you can find just this two or three minutes even somewhere, you know, Wherever it is, go to your car if you can't, if you're not at home. Go to the stall in the bathroom, (laughs) in the public (laughs) bathroom. Just sit there and do this, wherever it is. As you're breathing and calming, bring into mind all that you are grateful for. This is a great part of this if if you do this. And let that gratitude circulate throughout your being. It's like breathe in and just breathe in what you're thankful for with each intake. This is an amazing way to connect with your true self, that energy flow of gratitude, what you're thankful for. Another wonderful way for many to connect with their true selves is, you know, do a gratitude journal. It's really awesome. There are apps for this. Or just 
handwritten is really ideal, I think. But every day, spend just a few minutes and log what you are grateful for and why. doesn't take very long. But when you leave that journaling, that feeling of gratitude goes with you. It's very calming. And feel it as you write or type. Find ways to, to be of service to others unconditionally. Not for a paycheck. <laughs> right. Out of the goodness of your heart, right? You'll find your true self there, too. So, as you're more aware of the using these exercises, it will start to become more automatic. And over time, with practice, you will start to reprogram the autopilot to one including this awareness. A new autopilot that includes the true self. And this will just happen if you use this awareness and just practice a little bit. As the awareness go, grows, see if you can catch yourself judging others. Ooh. And even if you strongly disagree with them or really get worked up emotionally about what they do or say, boy, how often does this happen every day to all of us, right? Mm-hmm. especially these days. Catch yourself, and with a big breath, send them unconditional love. I know, but just do it. What you're doing is sending that love to their true selves, not to not, their not to their personality <laughs> or their behavior, right? Yeah, yeah. You're not, you don't stand for that. And don't say it like Britney Spears when she says, bless your heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which means anything but. Yeah, like right. genuinely mean it. Genuinely mean it. And as this is just in your head, I'm sending you positive vibes. Mm-hmm. Sending you some love. We could all use it. Remember, all true selves are pure, and they all deserve love and kindness. I don't care who it is. Whatever's happened to the personality has happened to the personality and the behaviors and their true self still deserves love. And through that love and kindness that we send their way, a small part of them starts to become aware, maybe, of their true selves. So we're maybe helping them on their way, too. Now, this is one that I try to work on every day, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I find myself, what are you thinking about those people? The goal in all this is to stay connected. So I said I was going to talk about Steve and the work we're doing with this around his true self, and, and that's going to have to wait till next time, obviously. It's taken a couple of sessions for us to do that anyway. So Well, it's taken me a lifetime. So <laughs> There you go. <laughs> if you uh, want to learn more about this process, then you can continue to listen to At The Root with Greg Kuiper on Mondays from 3.30 to 4, or you can check out the podcast. Go to KuiperCounseling.com. Greg? Hey, everybody. Stay aware out there. See you next time.